Fake Gamer Girls. This is a podcast where only gamers allowed, but not only girls allowed, because today we have a guest, our first guest that's not a girl. My name is Erin. I'm Sam. I'm Josie. And I'm Miles. Woo, woo, Miles party. Miles reveal. (laughs) Miles reveal. We have officially invited a non-girl. This to the is podcast. So fake of us. We're literally the <laughs> fakest gamer girls. Most snake podcast ever. We need to stop doing things for male attention. <laughs> Classic yeah, us. Seriously. Classic us. Well, welcome to the show, Miles. Thank you. I'm you, so happy uh, to be here. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it. I uh, Josie's gonna take the reins today, I think, and I, I'll let Josie explain. As always. What what you're doing here, you literally have only done, like, one deep dive episode. <laughs> I think I've done, like, nine. It was literally, like, last week. Yeah, it was pretty recently, but it's okay. Well, it's okay. yeah, because it's it's was just a random coincidence that you happened to... Well, because you did your notes on this topic, but then there was something slightly more pressing that we forced you to do. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, sorry we don't control the news cycle schedule i guess i don't control when companies release their games period all right take it away okay so this week's deep dive is on a game called franbo and me and miles actually played this with some of our friends or more so one of our friends played it and we watched them play it with like eight different viewers and it was very awesome and funny it was the best game ever because we me? were all trying to figure out how to play the game but only one person was actually playing but so frambo frambo is like an indie like psychological horror it like, like puzzle game sounds puzzle like you're game. saying rambo frambo <laughs> rango like the, the movie oh, rango is such a good movie <laughs> Rango Rambo. Anyways, it's called this Rambo. Is about Rango. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you guys are so weird. Continue. It's called Franbo. <laughs> and she looks like Grace Vanderwall. She does look like Grace Vanderwall. I don't think Grace Vanderwall looks like that anymore. Is Grace well, Vanderwall the girl that was like on the board? She looks like what Grace Vanderwall used yeah, to Yeah, she like. was on, like, America's Got Talent or something yeah. like that. No, she was on The Voice. I That was, like, the only season I watched. I don't think <laughs> yeah. it was The Voice because they didn't turn their chairs around Or for maybe her. it was X Factor. Grace I don't know. It was Vanderwall. something. I watched, like, I one season of each. My name. <laughs> Let me get my little ukulele out. <laughs> A little sing-along. Anyways, she was, in about couple, Grace she was on America's Got Talent. I was totally right. This ain't about her. <laughs> it <laughs> is. We need to talk more about Grace Vanderwall. Anyways, in case you were wondering what Franbo looks like, she looks like America's Got Talent era Grace Vanderwall. <laughs> uh, so Fran is a little girl. She's probably like 10. Um, like barely double digits. And we're going to be talking about the story of this game and not really the gameplay it's very point and click kind of game by the way it's kind of like mystery horror adventure puzzle yeah, game it's like, like a puzzle broken yeah age. it's very similar to broken age yeah not content wise but mechanics not content wise but mechanics wise yeah 
okay. and sort of art style wise too. It's like a more timber. It's very timber any looking. Mm. It's kind but of ugly. <laughs> it's Hot a little take. ugly, yeah, but I like it anyway. It's kind of charming. Though. Charming, yeah. ugly. Yeah, that's fair. When it's ugly endearing, people are ugly. charming. I mean, anyway. yeah. ugly people can be charming. Yeah. Hot take. Yeah, but are they endearing because they're charming or what? Right. I don't know what I just said. <laughs> are they words. endearing because they're ugly? Like a pug? <laughs> they yeah. can't be pretty. They gotta be something else. Yeah. But, okay, so we'll just start. We'll just get right into the story. I have like these this really long notes that like goes over the whole story. So Fran is 10. We already discussed this. It starts off and Fran gets a black cat and she names him Mr. Midnight. That's cool. And Mr. Midnight is really cute. He's like the best. He's the best part of this game. He's so cute looking. Go look up pictures of Mr. Midnight. He's very like marketable side animal creature friend. Don't turn me into plushies. Yeah, like I would love a marketable plushie of Mr. Midnight. (laughs) I would. Like the whole cast, actually. Yeah. Black cat supremacy, obviously. No. Bad take. No, no good take. That's good a great take. take. <laughs> no bad Thank take. You. I'm the only one here that doesn't personally Your cat own a black like an cat. old man who farts. <laughs> First of all, she's beautiful. Second of all, I have two cats and one of them is like 90% black And the other anyway. one looks like an alien. <laughs> oh, be nice. Listen, it's actually really personally offensive to me because these are my daughters you're talking about. I think about. it, well, I mean it I in birth- an endearing way. <laughs> they're ugly, so they're endearing it's and charming. It's an endearing, charming way. <laughs> they're not ugly, though. They're cute, and that's They are pretty charming. cute. I'm not going to lie. Both of your cats are really cute. My cats are the cutest way. ones in the family, so. Mm, that's, right. Right. that's subjective. Yeah. Okay. Sam's Here. cat weighs nine thousand pounds, and Josie it's has fifteen. <laughs> fifteen thousand is dense. He is dense. He is dense. Sam owns the largest cat known to mankind, and then Josie has one cat that's straight up evil, one cat that is just neutral black cat, <laughs> and one cat that is orange boy cat. <laughs> You need to keep Kiyoshi's name out of your mouth for real. Okay, first of all, I was literally there when Kiyoshi was born. (laughs) I watched her birth. No, you were not. (laughs) Yeah, I was. I watched her birth. Anyways, we're off. We're really off. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) We're really exposing ourselves as crazy cats. I literally got through the first sentence of my notes. (laughs) (laughs) Fran gets a black cat named Mr. Midnight. Okay. Fran's parents are murdered, like pretty okay. horribly. What? What? So, what? Because so of the black goes- cat? <laughs> no. So Fran has this black cat named Mr. Midnight. She loves him. They're best friends. And then she goes to bed one night, and she sees this creature in her window, and it's like a demon, like kind of like goat skull, ghoul looking. And she goes to her Gross. parents' room, and they are murdered and chopped up <gasps> on the floor. Oh. Ew. And she's like 10. Dad. She's like 10, yeah. So this is horrible. So she. If you're not Mr. 10, Midnight, it's not horrible. Mr. Midnight and fine. Fran run away from the house because they're like so freaked out and scared. So they're running into the woods. But Fran passes out. No. And Fran, then, stay awake. Yeah, seriously. And then Fran wakes up and she's in a mental hospital for traumatized children. And she's getting t- uh, therapy from a doctor named Dr. Dearn. And Mr. Midnight is missing. 
No. No cats allowed at the hospital. Yeah. No, no, uh, you know what? Honestly, animals. Probably they would take your cat away. They would be like, this is a government assistance program. We don't allow cats here. <laughs> oh, Classic. Even for the traumatized kids. I mean, I don't know. So she is not allowed to go home to her only living family, which is her aunt Grace, Grace Vanderwolf too. Uh, she is taking what? pills called Duotine that uh, bring her like really horrible and like distressing, disturbing images of altered reality. Um, that you know, makes it to, like to heal her. Yeah. And it basically shows her, like, a different version of her reality where there's, like, blood and gore and dead people and ghouls everywhere. So those are, like, her crack pills, but it's also part of the gameplay. So sometimes... It's like a gameplay mechanic. So as you're doing point and click, sometimes you can, like, take your pills and then you see different things. Right, and get a different perception. Yeah. Yeah, or get, like, a... You have, like, a doorway in one realm and then there's not a doorway in the other realm. Mm. So... After doing, like, a ton of puzzles and using, like, this gross, bloody, icky pill world, uh, she finds her way out of the asylum and she escapes. And she escapes through a maze in the real world without, um, in the real world. Um, and then, like, she starts seeing, like, weird stuff, like, without her pills, like, giant insects and living pine cones. The Mm -hmm. gnomes. Like, creatures. And by the way, this game, like, starts really bloody and gory in the asylum, and it slowly starts to get more, like, mystical and less, like, gross as the game progresses. It gets, like, wonderful and magical and mystical. So she starts, she's escaping through the woods, and she's not on her pills, and she sees these, which she still does have the pills with her. She starts seeing, like, giant insects, like, pine cones, like, goblins, and, like, stuff. Like weird stuff that is not supposed to be in the real world. And at some point, after you travel for a little and do some like mini puzzles, the pill world takes her down this well. And the reality world of the well is that it has children's bodies at the bottom of it. (laughs) And the pill world of the well is that it's a house. Um, and it's like a house on an island in the middle of a lake and it looks like really kind of cozy and lived in but she actually like explores this house and there's like a dismembered body in the living room and there's conjoined babies in the attic ew this oh. literally sounds like the worst game ever it is it is it gets so good you don't understand when is what is the plot of this game so far it just sounds so like a Fran, little girl sorry, walking so- around and seeing Fran a bunch of gross bodies. She's looking for Mr. Midnight right now because he's still missing. So she's like talking to these creatures and asking, where's Mr. Midnight? And then she's finding these like wells and stuff. And now she's in this house. So she... Like, oh, the F is Mr. Midnight. Yeah. Or she's like, where's my cat? Have you seen a black cat? You know? Um, and and then, like that's the most common kind of cat no I it like works know. for her it works out they, yeah, they're like yeah i literally have seen that cat well it's a video game so so she sense. sees two ghosts of these girls who look like twins and she actually goes into this attic with the conjoined babies and she discovers mr midnight in a cage <gasps> and it but it needs a key to be opened and by the way mr midnight talks she can talk to mr midnight he's awesome so she's yeah. he's like friend you have 
me get out of this cage. I missed you. And it's it awesome. It sounds like the Coraline cat. Yeah, it's yeah. very... Well, Mr. Midnight is way, like, cuter and, like, not, like, scary. He's cat. not, like, scary or scrunkly. He's not, he's like, wonderful. he's not, like, creepy father figure cat. Yeah. Does he he's have, like, like, a baby voice? He doesn't... Nobody has a voice in yeah. the game. But he has, oh, like, baby... He has like baby written. face. So it's, I like, written on the screen, I see. Voice. Yeah. Well, you just said we, he could talk, so I was assuming Yeah, his voice. well, it's just, like, it's just, like, written dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the cage needs a key to be opened, but the key is in the possession of twin sisters Clara and Mia, who live in this house. Gee, I wonder if the twin sisters and the conjoined babies have anything to do with each other. <laughs> so these sisters actually hate each other, but a mad doctor stitched them together. Oh, so they are conjoined twins, but not by birth. They were conjoined by force yeah. in modern medicine. Jeez. So they were visited. So their story is that they were visited by an entity named Itward. Remember Itward? He's so Itward. important and awesome. Don't say that. You're spoiling so everything. Sorry. Hey. I was saying Squidward, so that's okay. That's way funnier than Itward. Okay, so Squidward. So there is an entity named Itward who tried to teach them duality, but they couldn't understand and tried to kill Itward, but instead they accidentally killed each other. So Itward is like a ghoul. He's like an entity, like spirit. By the way, wait, they tried to kill Itward and killed each other. Yeah. How would they manage to do I that? I don't really remember, but it that happened. That sounds like a, a bunch game. of dummies. <laughs> so Itward took pity on them, and he gave them the chance to life again, but had them live in their in the same body as their last chance of life, so he could try and teach them how to love each other. Um, the sisters then, so that's their backstory. Then we go back to the main game with Fran. So the sisters um, force Fran to gather and perform a ritual to separate them in order to get Midnight back. However, a toad that lives outside of their house warns her that they're lying and they plan to kill both her and Mr. Midnight. No! That's not Liddy. Leave Mr. Midnight alone. You can kill Fran. Yeah, literally. He did nothing wrong. He just exists. Um, Fran performs a different ritual that the toad gave her that cleanses their souls and lets them pass over to the next life. So she tricks them. And, How does she know she can trust the toad? Uh, she just does. She's stupid and she's a little girl. So she's like, but this he's toad also like a really like big toad. More. Yeah, he's <laughs> like a giant toad. He is large. If I had to choose between like sussy twins and a big toad, I'd I probably choose, choose the, the big toad. Yeah, yeah, me too. yeah probably. Um, yeah. So this toad is like kind of stuck on this island because of the twins but once they die he's like able to leave and then the toad well he's like pretty small at first but then he like gets really big and then he swims them off of the island like they ride on this toad's back and he helps them off the island and fran and midnight are walking they're kind of walking in this darkness and they there's like a cliff or there's like a like a ravine a ravine yes that's the word um where am I looking? Okay. Sorry. These notes are really small, so I keep getting lost. Okay. So they are walking, and they have to walk across this fallen tree over this ravine. But suddenly, the demon that was in her window at the very beginning of the game comes up. Totally and he, forgot about that. And he <laughs> breaks the tree, and he sends <gasps> them falling into the valley. Chill. So, Fran... And it was, like, kind of a scary, dark ravine, you know? 
but mm-hmm. Fran wakes up in this like beautiful, bright, lush land called Ithersta. So Fran has a journal from the talking toad. He like gave this thing that like had all these creatures and like ghouls in it. It's like their their Pokédex. Yeah, it's like a guide. <laughs> their Pokédex to the creatures of What's the it world. called in um in Gravity Falls? That book? Oh, oh like journals? the the journals, yeah. Yeah, like the journals that have all the information about the, all the creatures. Yeah. yeah. It's like their mystery journal that this toad gave them. Love it. So it kind of teaches them, they read this, and it has all of the research into the forces of dark and light and the five realities. Um, and Ithersta is one of those five realities. So Ithersta residents are made up of plants and insects, and they're like big talking plants or just like bugs and stuff. Okay. And they are in the second reality. And we learn that the demon in this book, we learn that the hunting Fran is named Remer. And is the son of an evil entity named Mother Mabuka. Wow. So in <laughs> Athersta, names are wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So in Athersta, you don't have the pills, but you do have a special power where you have this giant clock and you can change the seasons. So you can switch between the seasons and like time jump. Hmm. But it's not like it just keeps going forward. It's just going through the same year over and over. So you use that to figure out things and get clues and hints and stuff. So Fran is now reborn in Athersta as a talking tree instead of a human. Sure, why not? And yeah, she has sense. to get her human body back. And there's a flying salamander. <laughs> He's wonderful. <laughs> this just keeps getting weirder Like when I say it out loud. Yeah. like I'm, This is probably so confusing. Yeah, I'm pretty freaking lost. I'm not gonna He's lie. He's like the color of Neapolitan ice cream. Yeah, that's so, his color palette. So there's like a giant flying salamander in the Thursta named Palantris, and he's the doctor of a Thursta. Okay. He, he helps Fran turn from a tree branch into like a slightly more human tree, like Pinocchio when he starts getting like crazy wooden. Yeah. So at first she was literally like a tree trunk, like a tree trunk with eyes, like on the floor mouth. who couldn't move. Okay. And Montress turns her into like Pinocchio. So okay. Fran has like. She's going through and she's like at the capital of Athersta and she starts having these disturbing visions of her family and she sees a a vision of her human self like committing suicide and then murdering Mr. Midnight. Yes. Or I guess the other way around, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Fran resists these visions and she returns home with Mr. Midnight after doing all of these like crazy puzzles. Like the Athersta chapter is pretty long, but it's all just like cute stuff you like talk to these bug people yeah that's awesome they're like like awesome side characters there's this one little like brussels okay go for it actually you do it you do it (laughs) okay so they're like all of the side characters in a thirst are awesome because they're just like little plants and vegetables and bugs and our favorite one is this little brussels sprout looking guy who's like four and (laughs) her name is zelma yeah zelma is awesome and she just tells you rhymes when you talk to her. She does like yeah. the freaking like the golden ratio or whatever. <laughs> so she's like one and one is two, and two and one is three. <laughs> it's so Liddy. Love so, Zoma. So sweet of her. And Thursday is like the best part of this game, in my opinion, just because it's like 
not scary. <laughs> There's Listen. also a part in a Thursday where you have to like use the season clock to make this like bug dance to death so you can take his shoes. Jeez. Oh, gosh. <laughs> And then, you, and then you help rocks find love. It's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah, there's a mountain and you get his wife back and they get back together. I'm not going to lie to you. I literally, every time I think I know what you're talking about <laughs> with this game, you're like, and then, and I completely <laughs> lose it again. I, I feel like I'm like listening. I feel like an old person listening to like a little kid try and describe Fortnite. Good dream. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. They, and if you could, when you well, could, that's and what you this would game do, feels and you like would. When you're playing it. <laughs> okay. We had a well, couple friends who joined the stream late, and we were trying to catch them up, and it was like so difficult. Not worth yeah. it. Okay, well, I'll just trust the process. So Fran is escaped from Athursta thanks to the help of Palantris and like the creatures of Athursta. And Mr. Midnight is still with her. Um, and then. So she's back in the real world, and Fran falls into a trap. And this trap was set Fran. by Edward. Fran, every two seconds we've fallen into Literally, something. Literally, seriously. Stupid little kid. So this trap was actually set by Itward, which is the, the girl that put the twins together. Okay. Squidward, yes. Uh, Itward is just a giant skeleton man in a suit and hat. Great, why not? And he apologizes, and he cuts her down, and he offers to help her get home. And they're like, this is so litty. So they trust Itward, obviously, because he's just a big, friendly skeleton yeah. who wants to teach people lessons. Um, because, and they go yeah. off, and he has a spaceship. So Itward takes them to his spaceship. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It allows them to travel between all five realms. So he has like the freaking Millennium Falcon or whatever. Like a ta- like the TARDIS or something. <laughs> yeah. like- so he's like got a TARDIS where you can travel between all five realms. And we we discover that um Itward is actually like one of Fran's imaginary friends from her childhood and that he appears to children who are like mentally unwell or like have like horrible like oh, horrible PTSD. And he stuff. said, "Hey, are you really sad?" It word is just like he's like the boy. He's like the guardian of mentally ill people, yeah, but like kids. He's yeah. like the goat. Like he's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh so he is like a guardian figure to these kids and he reads them stories and he just like wants to make them less sad. So he really wants to help Fran because obviously Fran is not doing well from what we've seen in this Why? game. She seems fine. Like, I feel like there's something wrong with her after what just, this whole game has shown us. I don't know what you mean. She sounds literally <laughs> fine. This is so all normal kids' stuff. the ship crashes, stuff. actually. They run out of, like, gas and the ship crashes. And Fran wakes up with no sign of Itward or his ship. However, she realizes she's really close to her house and she finds her home only to see that it's empty. And Mr. Midnight climbs in to unlock the front door, but he never comes out and the door never gets unlocked. No! And Dr. Dearn, the therapist from the mental hospital, finds her because he drives up to her house. And he admits that he was fired from the asylum because he found out really bad things about the founder of the asylum. Um, which is Dr. Oswald. And he found out that Dr. Oswald was doing these horrible experiments on these kids. 
Like tying them together or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or like giving them crack pills that yeah. show them alternate realities. Yeah. Weird. So Dr. Deeran tells like this 10-year-old girl this. We don't know why he's telling <laughs> her this. I personally think it's weird. Um, he doesn't so know Fran, who else to tell. He's like, Fran, Fran you're my only friend. Be, yeah, no. Fran was supposed to be his next experiment. And the newspaper was supposed about Fran, to be. Yeah, but she, she escaped. escaped. But uh, she already got pilled. Yeah, I was like, she got crazy Well, he pills. was, like, preparing her that for was the like, experiment. He was, like, pre-gaming the experiment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. With the crack pills. So, he shows her the newspaper about Fran and what happened to her family. And it says that Fran died after running into the woods. But, obviously, that's not true because she's literally still alive. And okay, she so, was, like, a tree girl. So like, they, right. They're trying yeah, to so cover they're their... Saying, yeah, they're saying that she died from hypothermia in the woods instead of them taking her. Um, so that is like a false story that was fed to the public and it was revealed, real revealed that they were never planning to release her from the asylum at all. So Dearn and Fran go to the graveyard and this dude makes <laughs> this 10 year old dig up her parents' graves. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Why are you yeah, doing that? It was that? insane. I Bro. was like, why is he making this little girl dig up her own parents' grave? It wasn't even like why doesn't it he wasn't just even like she it. wanted to do it? It was like you should do the honors were like yeah. his exact words. Oh gosh. She's so like, why are her- we here? <laughs> so they dig up her parents' graves because they want to discover the truth of what's inside of her coffin. So her parents' bodies are there. Oh, okay. Her parents' bodies are there, obviously, but a cat skeleton is in her coffin. (gasps) Mr. Midnight. So they leave, and then Remmer shows up, and he grabs Dearn by the face. Wait, who's Remmer? That's the demon. The demon with the goat head that was there at the very beginning of the game. Did we know his name? I yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So his name is Remmer, and he was the one who like put them in a thirsta and stuff. So Remmer okay. shows up, and he grabs Dearn's face, and he disappears with Dearn, or he makes Dearn disappear. Yeah. Yeah. I think he disappears with him actually. So Fran wakes up in her home, and she's chained to her bed. And Great. Aunt Grace, her her only living family, shows up, and she's there. And she's the one that had chained uh, Grace to the bed, and she and chained says, "Fran to the bed." Yeah, did I say Grace? Yeah, Grace yeah. Vanderwall. Chained Grace Vanderwall to the bed. <laughs> so, um, she is like, so Grace shows up, and she's like, "I chained you to the bed, and Mister Midnight is the one that killed your parents, and he's the one to blame." So apparently, this cat killed Mister Midnight. Mister Midnight killed, killed them. Not. Like saying. accusing that Mr. Make no dang sense. That's what I'm saying. But Fran is like ten, and she's like obviously not mentally well, so she's she will like, be like, dang. "What?" Did so I Fran... say that at the very beginning? I was like, "They died because of Mr. Midnight." <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. That's awesome. So Fran doesn't believe this because she loves Mr. Midnight so much. Uh, she manages to slip into the ultra reality without her pills. And that's how freaking crazy she is. She sees the ultra reality version of herself, and that version of herself unchains her from the bed, and then she goes back to the normal reality. And or normal reality. Yeah, seriously. Quotation marks. She's like permanently cracked out now. Um 
so Fran gets out of the room and she travels through the house and it's like super weird and gross and messed up. Like, you know, floors upside down and there's doors that lead into like checkerboard rooms that are in empty space, you know, there's stuff like, like that. There's like some dude in a bathtub. Yeah, somewhere. there's like it's a like... skeleton in a bathtub and stuff. And then there's like bones on the wall that you it's can It's just talk like to. crazy. It's very obviously not her house. And Grace is nowhere to be found. But she goes up and you remember that the demon is the son of Mother Mabuka, right? Yes, I do remember the name Mother Mabuka. So Mother Mabuka is like the ultimate Satan demon. And she is going through this house and she finds Mother Mabuka's realm. It's like a meat room. It's like a room made of meat and Mabuka is just like a face on the wall. Like in the meat. In the meat, yes. Sure, why not? And Mabuka (laughs) realizes that Fran has been selected by the five realms as the keeper of the key. So okay. I guess that means she's just like the CEO of the realms and she I'm like, the CEO of Crackland. Yeah, yeah. obviously. I thought so, that was pretty apparent. Yeah, also I'm 10 and I'm literally so confused and scared right now. Yeah. So it turns out there's a prophecy that is like the son of darkness, which is Remor, will hunt the keeper of the key after feeding them the duotine pills. So obviously, yeah. So he, like the whole thing is that Remmer had to get her into the asylum so she could take the duodenum pills, and he could hunt her. So Remmer reveals okay. the truth, which is that he took over Fran's body, and she is the one who killed her own parents because mm. he possessed her to do that, basically. That was like a Wait, little crazy flashback. Scene. Can you repeat that? The yeah, Remmer possesses. Remmer reveals to Fran that she's the one who killed her own parents because Remmer possessed her that night. So that's why she doesn't remember because she was yeah. possessed. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So she is led into this lab, and it's Doctor Oswald's lab. Which is the crazy the guy, crazy who, guy owns the who owns the asylum, who like, okay. does experiments on kids. And Dr. Dearn is strapped to an electric chair, and Mr. Midnight is in a cage, and she tries talking to Mr. Midnight, but he can't talk anymore, and he's only meowing at her. No. Yeah, that is not hype. So we discover That's that That's what happened Fran's... to my cats, too. Yeah, I life. miss when my cats could talk. Stay safe, y'all, not me. <laughs> So we discover that Fran's mom and aunt, their twins, by the way, were once Dr. Oswald's patients. Um, The man who wrote the journal of the Five Realms is in the photo with them, but he's not Dr. Oswald. Um, Fran starts to realize, or Fran starts to release Dearn from the electric chair, but Oswald and Grace appear. Oswald recruited Remmer to to possess Fran to kill her parents so he could research her traumatized mind. He, like, just wants her brain, essentially. Yeah. So she's so traumatized that he wants to study yeah, there's, how like, some traumatized weird, like, she is. There's some weird familial thing that runs in the family. And yeah, for where some he wanted her... this kid specifically because he, She's, like, like, super susceptible to trauma, I guess. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, so he... 
he literally recruited the son of the devil to possess Fran so she could traumatize herself by killing her parents. So he convinced- Okay, so in this world, so so he straight up contacted the devil. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's he... not like just science or just the no, devil. No, because it's he was both. friends with the guy <laughs> who wrote the journal of the five realms. So he knew all of this. The toad? No, the toad did not write it. He just had it for some reason. Yeah. Like it was maybe the toad. the toad is the guy who wrote it and he was just like a toad now and but he was stuck. It was never clear who the author was though. It was just like okay. a guy who knew these people. Sure. So um this is still in like the empty space upside down world, by the way. Okay. So um Basically, he convinced uh, Aunt Grace to, like, manipulate Fran and stuff like that. And Grace takes the cage with Midnight, goes to the edge of the surface that drops into nothing, and she drops Midnight into the abyss. And we hear this, like, horrible meow scream. Yeah. Fran drops him? No, no Grace. Aunt Grace. I'm sorry. <laughs> So Aunt it's really Grace, hard to keep up. It's okay. Aunt, Aunt Grace, Grace like killed Mr. Midnight. Aunt Grace just dropped Mr. Midnight off of a cliff. So he's actually what? dead. So Fran angrily starts strangling Aunt Grace. It's crazy. It Her, crazy. do it, Fran. And then Oswald shows up and he has a gun and he shoots <laughs> Fran. Wait. So he shoots Fran and he saves Grace. And then immediately oh. after that, he starts talking to like uh, Aunt Grace and Deeran, and he's like, we need to try and preserve her brain, at least, now that I killed her. No, Deeran is still in the chair. Oh, yeah, Deeran's still in the chair, rather, yeah. So Deeran actually, well, he escapes from the chair now, and he tries to help Fran, but that's when he, yeah, Dr. Yeah, yeah. Oswald is like, no, stop, we need to use her brain for research. So suddenly, guess who shows up? Who? It word. <laughs> oh, okay. no. word. Shout out, Itward. Itward shows up and he appears and he literally like explodes Grace and Oswald into like oblivion. Yeah. Okay. Palantris, the giant doctor salamander who can fly, he pulls up and he's got Mr. Midnight on his back. Yeah. Like the whole squad is here. The whole squad is here. I forgot he can fly. Obviously, Palantris is a doctor, so he revives Fran from the gunshot. Uh, Dearn, unfortunately, is a human who has not been on the crack pills, so his mind really can't handle this. Oh. <laughs> so Poor he guy. is, like, basically purged of the darkness inside of him, and they return him home. Yeah. And he just doesn't oh, okay. remember any of this. Luckily, well, he doesn't good. die. That would be really sad if this, like, yeah. poor man died. I mean, he's kind of weird. He did make a 10-year-old dig up her parents' graves. Like, he's a little weird, but he was kind of like a case of he knew too much and it wasn't really his fault. Yeah. Sure. So Palantras was like, okay, let me just, like, give you a blank slate. We'll send you back home. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Fran, Midnight, Itward, and Palantras all fly off into the abyss and they travel together to the peaceful shores of Athirsta, and the game ends. And they live happily ever after. I hope. Wait. Wait, who's alive at the end? Everybody that is good. Okay. Wait, what happened to Aunt Grace? She She got exploded by (laughs) Itward. Because she was evil. 
so her parents are still dead uh Thirsta is where they live now because uh I don't know if Fran will like want to be back in human society after yeah Yeah. I probably wouldn't so wait there's five realms but we only got to see two we heard about the other ones it's like the first realm is basically heaven the second realm is a Thirsta I think the third realm is earth and the fourth realm is just, like, bad. And then the fifth realm is, like, Mabuka's realm. The meat realm. Which is, like, basically death. Yeah. So what? fourth realm is just, like, bad. I don't it's... remember the fourth okay. realm. I don't think it was that important. Okay. Go <laughs> look. Okay. Anyways, that game Swag. is insane. Yeah. It's so really like... something you have to play. It doesn't really work in words. Okay, so the five realms of essential existence are light, life, mix, death, and darkness. Okay, so mix is earth, by the way. Okay. So, so if is death like where you go when you die? I don't. I don't. I think, it's I not think really death clear. is like kind of where, like where like death said, resides. Light so is like, like where heaven. spirits are. Yeah, and darkness is like where evil is is, and, and light like, is where good is. Yeah, and then life is a thirsta, so it's like lush and beautiful, oh, beautiful, yeah, like sure. yeah, talking plants and stuff. Yeah, like little creatures yeah. named Zelma. And then I the ultra like... reality is kind of like just fills in the space between, so that's why she can be cracked out in like any of the realities mm-hmm. because it's everywhere. Yeah, sure. I was just gonna it's say, it's like I if you put like... fruit in Jello, like you put five strawberries in Jello. And sure. Like the strawberries are the realms, and then the, the Jello, Jello is, is the ultra reality. The in between. Yeah. Okay. I just feel like I don't know why she didn't choose to go to whatever realm her parents are in. I don't really know what happens to humans. Like, I feel like okay. we don't really get to know that. We sure. don't really understand the after death. We only understand, like, the evil things in the afterlife. Okay, yeah. that's fair. I was just curious if that was just, like, she didn't feel like it or what. Anyways, yeah, that game is insane. <laughs> it's really something you have to play for You yourself. really have to play it or watch somebody play it. Because it's, like, it's honestly very fun and, like... Just, like, interesting to follow when you watch the game. But hearing it out loud, it just does sound like a crack party. Yeah. But it's, like, a great crack party. Like, you watch it, and you're like, this is amazing. Yeah. You're like, this is the craziest, wildest crack party game I've ever seen. Sure. Why not? (laughs) So that's, like, Frambo. It's wild. Okay. That's the whole story. But, yeah, the gameplay is very, like, point-and-click mystery horror game. You get to walk around as Fran, and you get to, like, use the pills or the clock mechanics, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. Thank you for explaining it to us. Uh, You're so welcome. Yeah. I feel I don't, I, it's okay if you didn't retain any of that. Yeah, I really didn't, but <laughs> I you also know, really didn't. It's nobody's fault, except <laughs> the developers of Franbo. It was awesome. They did a good job. Yeah, they did a I'm great sure job. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. So, have you played um, Little Misfortune? No, I've been. That's what to. I thought this game was for. Like the it's first the same developer. Minutes. It's the oh. same studio. Yeah, it's so. the same writer. Okay, yeah, but I Little Misfortune look it is up like because I was like, that's what this game sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the it, same person. So it has like a narrator and stuff in Little Misfortune, though. Yeah. stuff like that. And I think Little Misfortune's a little bit 
more like dark comedy less less dark psychological yeah. right yeah i mean i like tim burton movies so it's yeah but like tim burton don't movie. got guts yeah yeah no guts allowed tim burton doesn't have blood and meat and guns no no meat world <laughs> personally i'm not interested in going to meat world <laughs> me neither hot take meat world bad yo we're yeah we're the meat world homies <laughs> i am like a pro meat worlder tiny meat world gang i support meat world i stand with meat land <laughs> meat land that sounds like a theme park when you say it like that <laughs> i wish like what are you guys doing for vacation? We're going to Meatland. Meatland is the worst place ever. I it's would give anything meaty. to go to Meatland. Meaty and delicious. <laughs> Gross. Okay, well, what are you guys playing right now? What am I playing right now? Oh, I'm playing Tales of Arise. <laughs> oh, are you? Are? Yeah, you I only got like an hour in. Oh yeah, it's really I made long. Everybody watched me play it. It's like fifty-five hours girl. long yeah luca yeah luca from vocaloid with ponytail yeah are you talking about shion yeah yeah oh (laughs) pink hair anime girl yeah shion and iron mask they're so awesome i want them to kiss so bad iconic duo but we haven't any of the we met the guy the like leader guy um zephyr yeah yeah and what's his name? Ballsack. I was gonna say, have you met Ballsack yet? Ballsack has the funniest Wait, name what? I've ever heard in my life. They had to have done oh, that on yeah. purpose. Ballsack. I think it's probably a weird translation, yeah. maybe. Or yeah, I like his... to think they did it on purpose because he sucks. Because he is evil. English. He is a straight up villain. So Ballsack. Ballsack reveal. Hey yo, Ballsack check. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> what you don't like that? I'm tired of the ball sack jokes. Nobody has said ball sack a single time. We're all just saying ball sack. Mm. You're the one that's making it weird. You yeah, pervert. so you're yeah. weird. You're really getting owned right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what are you playing, Sam? I'm just playing phone games these days. I'm waiting for. Well, I did just buy To the Moon on sale, so I'm going to start playing nice. that soon, but I haven't started yet. Let me know if you cry like a little cry baby, because I did. Okay, I will. <laughs> Miles, what are you playing? Uh, I'm playing Phasmophobia. I picked it back up after like Ooh. nine months of dormancy. Interesting. Hype. I'm playing Genshin Impact still. Nice. And I'm watching Love Island nice we're watching a lot of love island between between me and sam yeah um and i'm also playing i just re-downloaded um disco elysium i feel like i've heard of that one it's like a you play as like a detective trying to solve kind of this weird murder it's like a narrative story game but a huge mechanic is like your own mind and like the different facets of your personality and every choice you make changes like your internal mindscape 
and it's actually pretty complex but very interesting and so like every dialogue has like a billion options of how it can turn out oh yeah oh that's awesome it's a really good game i just never finished it because it's pretty long and it's kind of one of those games where you have to be like engaged you know like you can't be like doing anything else while you're playing it yeah so i'm i'm still playing genshin impact but i keep wanting to i think once my my show my my performances are over i'll probably pick it back up nice yeah yeah i gotta pick up genshin again it's been a while oh yeah it's bad i get i get super into it i go through phases i'm like meh whatever and then boom sucked in yeah i'm the same way i will go like months without playing and then i gotta pick up and do like artifact domains for a week straight Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's bad i bought the battle pass nice (laughs) only like 10 bucks it's not very expensive oh i'm playing fortnite too i actually just played fortnite the other day awesome me too what i beat one of my friends in an anime opening quiz so they bought me a 20 dollar fortnite gift card and i don't know what to do with it i was gonna say why would you want i don't know that was just like the prize (laughs) that was the prize that was the prize Okay, I guess I get Naruto skins on sure. Fortnite. <laughs> okay. Anyways, that's all. All right. Well, thanks for listening to our show. Bye, everybody. Stay cool. I will, cool I, will find, I will look at our surveys before we record next because I keep forgetting to because okay. there's usually nothing. Stay okay, cool stay cool gamers. gamers. Bye. Stay cool. Bye. Bye.